Bing bong, Knicks Knights. What's up, Knights of Dejan? What's up, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Jiggerman Porto. And it looks like I'm alone. All right. So listen, we got Jerry stuck in snowstorms. All right. Probably out there with the kids. No school, having to do the sled thing and snowball fights, whatever. You got Drew running late, but doesn't mean we still can't talk Knicks. But look, like the Knicks... We got a stellar bench, okay? So I got to tap him in. You know, it's like me going in there and be like, hey, Cam Reddish, how's your foot doing? You want to come in? You want to play? Unlike Tibbs, I'm going to actually tap somebody and let him play all game. So I had to reach out to my boy, Hector, for the love of the game. What's up, my dude? Yes, go. What it do, Jigga Man? What's up, YouTube? Right, bro. So glad, uh, you know, I love how I can just do that call right quick. What you doing? You're mm -hmm. like, why? I'm like, I need you. You like, bet. And here we are, live, ready to talk. Miser misery. Is it misery or no? Knicks, ready to talk. Yes, Knicks. yes. They, both, they, of this, both, both are the same. It's the same. They go on the yeah, same Yeah, it sentence. seems to be really close together. <laughs> man, bro, what a brutal week of games, man. Yeah. Like, the, the emotional roller coaster is just... For a while, it was going up and down, right? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like we went back up. I feel like we just we we just steadily hitting that downward spiral. Yeah, and I know people are gonna say, "Oh, the Kings game, man, what? We're supposed to win that game. Let's not yeah. celebrate." So let, let, let's look at the recap real quick. All right, we had the Bucks. We lost that one, one twenty three, one oh eight. The Kings, we got that Bing Bong win, one sixteen to ninety six. And then the embarrassment with the Grizzlies, 120 to 108. Bro, let's start with a little bit of that Bucks. What did you see? What were your thoughts on that game? Like, was the outcome exactly what we expected it to be? It's 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 what I expected it to be. I had more hope, you know, because you know, this this season, like you said, it's been up and down, steadily it's been down. But sometimes against these um top teams in the league. I, I play a show up. You know, you see that energy. Right. You didn't see that against the Bucks and Giannis whatsoever. And Giannis, he was playing with them. It was like when you're playing with your little cousins. Like, he right? was man, man He's like, oh, good them. job, little boys. Good job. <laughs> you did really good out there. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. I agree with you because when we have those games where at least we show grit, we're playing hard. Yeah, we, 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 we may lose, but at least we're showing, okay, we're getting better. Mm -hmm. That one was just, I mean, brutal. And you know how it is when you want to just turn it off, but you don't because we're mm -hmm. Knicks fans? Yeah. I mean, what were the highlights on that one? We had Evan Fournier throwing up 25. Mm -hmm. You had RJ throwing up 23. Right? And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, you got Grimes out there. You got Burks putting up some stuff. But is it me, bro, or anytime Fournier actually puts up more than, like, 22 plus points we don't win it seems like that at the beginning of the season it seemed like when evan was going our team was going you know but it's for these past few games it hasn't been like that from that one you know evan fournier to me that's abraham lincoln in disguise that's what that is um <laughs> but evan fournier is and it's and the weird thing is that like he's been our solid shooter for the entire season our best shooter right. yeah he really has i mean Look at him here. So I saw this pop up. Last night's game, he made his 136 three-pointer of the season. Uh -huh. He now has the record for the most made threes by a Knicks player through his first 50 games of the season. Yeah. Is and it lack of consistency, bro? Like, what is what is the deal? 
it's it's I think you see it. He's a volume um, shooter. He'll have spurts where he's just money, 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 money. Right. And then he'll have some games when he's a total just non-factor, you know. And I'm not sure if it's it's the ball, you know, because a lot of people talked about how the NBA switched from Spalding to Wilson and stuff. Right, if right, you right. look at, you know, not to get too deep, if you look at, like, you know, where we rank, the Knicks are, like, fourth or fifth when it comes to the league and, like, shooting and stuff. If this was last year, that would be 19th. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I hear you. That's a that, yeah. That's a factor that should be you know. Yeah. So I mean that Bucks game, you know. I mean obviously we got to move past it. Now mm-hmm. we can sit here and take a quick little celebratory yay that game versus the Kings, you know. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about this before. I I don't want to just celebrate the ones that we should win, mm-hmm. right? Like those should be ones like that. Is the first time I felt in a while that it was like okay, you, you put it down like you were supposed to a twenty point win. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be sitting there thinking we're gonna possibly lose that game, right? Any standouts for you during that game? Um, standout for me was um, Obi Toppin um, getting more run, um, a few alley-oops that he had. Um, it's just, like you said, this is a game that we should win. You know, these games, I'm really not going to, like, really look into it. Cam didn't get that much burn, if any burn at all. Yeah. Um, that's what I wanted to see. But um, Grimes stepped up. Love to see that. Grimes is a steal. Um, mm-hmm. So far, this kid has done everything and more and it's just tibbs i'm tired of this whole like um oh i'm not going to play the rookies but when you play him when you have to then you're like oh well now i love him it's it's weird to me (laughs) yeah yeah and and that's why i said man you know you look at all the stuff usually on twitter especially right after a win Mm -hmm. you know everybody goes crazy about it yeah you still felt like on this one you still had that lull like okay yeah congrats you know okay yeah <laughs> yay <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what kills me too is if you look at the stats man to, to, to whoop up on them by 20 mm-hmm. and i mean alex burks had the most points of the night with 21 points yeah let's talk That's... about burks bro what's going on with him in, in your opinion Burks to me, and I've and I've said this. I've always loved Burks when he came into the league. You know, as his when he was a rookie and sophomore. But to me, it's like when the basketball guys were creating Alex Burks, they put him in the oven and they stopped it at seventy percent. They ain't let him bake up those last thirty percent because seventy percent of the time he looks like he could be a solid, solid contributor, and then he disappears. Yeah, and I mean, we, we we know there's been a couple games this year you were like thankful that he stepped up to do what he did, mm-hmm. but now we're I think we're in that point in the season where we're seeing more of the not happening than making it happen, and that's kind of like since since <sighs> D Rose has has been out with his surgery and stuff, Thibodeau has stretched out Alex Burke to a point where he's like the elastic man he's like mr fantastic he can't stretch no more you know i gotta give my hats off to him he anything he's asked he's done but he's just gotten to that point he 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 just loses energy yeah it's it's just uh, let's talk about the grizzlies game I mean, we have to. It, 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 it's called yeah. Nick's Nights, okay? We, we got to yeah. do it. So I'll put the graphic on. I put this graphic on so you people watching understand. It's so we can sit here and wipe our tears before we come back on camera. You ready? Let's talk about the Grizzlies. 
Fournier last night, though. Yeah, Mr. Abe Lincoln showed up. Um, R.J. Barrett with a solid performance. R.J. Barrett has been stepping up um, this past month, and ever since, like I think Tibbs decided to go with him, uh, you know, as a predominant playmaker. But Julius Randle had a good game as well. Cannot, you know, not shy yeah, away from that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it was one of those ones we knew it was going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It, it was real tough. Um, but again, this goes back to my conspiracy theory, bro. When Fournier puts up more than 25 points, we don't win. The games we win, he's under 25 points. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I mean, obviously, he still should be happy, right? That he's putting up 22. He's got the three going. Mm-hmm. But, man, I'm starting to get to that point. Like, don't start. Don't, don't put him in. Because <laughs> when he hits that 22 points, just pull him out. Stop right mm-hmm. there and let's go and win the game since he only gave us 22. Bro, last night's game, man. How are you feeling? Like, what the, what did the, you see from the guys, or didn't the, the, see from the, the, guys? Si- the silver lining from the Fournier performance, like you point out recently, is that like he's building up his his value. So mm-hmm. if we can get something for him, I'll do it in a heartbeat. I'll I'll, I'll take you to JFK myself, my guy. No Uber. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad to see Mitchell Robinson, you know, mm. turning into something. You know, a big thing with Mitch is. Every offseason since his rookie year, he's been recovering from an injury. So right. he hasn't had a whole offseason to work on his game. You know, we're even going into this season, the beginning of this season, we all saw how sluggish he was just because he didn't have that work. Now we're seeing what Mitchell Robinson and the potential that we all feel that he could have. Now, if he Yo. could just stay healthy for the rest of this Ages. year, mm-hmm. lead into the offseason with a good workout plan, come back next year, bing bong. Right, 100%. I mean, let's talk about Mitch again. I mean, Uh first Knicks player with at least 10 points, 10 rebounds, and eight blocks in the game since our boy Patrick Ewing back in 1991. Yeah. He also tied his personal best for the most double-doubles in a season. Mm -hmm. Right now at this mark. Yeah. So obviously the progression is there, Mm -hmm. right? To me, those that are like, oh, we need to move on from Mitch or, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. trust Mitch there. Mm -hmm. I disagree. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm happy with him as our big man. Do I think another piece to go with him? Would be huge to really have that 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 big performing, you know, shooter. Yeah, yeah but Mitch is solid, man. How about the mm-hmm. fact that check out the all time block leaders, bro. Yeah, he passed Cam. He in, passed Cam. Yeah, he passed Camby the other day. Yeah, now he's up in there in that top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously got a ways to go to catch Mister Ewing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Cartwright's but, right mean, there <laughs> for real. When I was looking at this, how crazy is it the difference just from Patrick Ewing to Bill Cartwright? Oh, yeah, the big <laughs> drop-off. <laughs> that's, that's just bananas, man. But, I mean, Mitch has proven he's headed in the right direction, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a big staple for our team. Um, and those that disagree, I don't care. You're not on the show right now. How you doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I can say is that I, one thing I really, really, and I point this out a lot, um, when I and somebody brought this up when he was a rookie. Big man in the league, right? They have trouble when they wear a size 18, 19, 20 foot size, right? Mitchell Robinson is a size 14. The way that he could get up and down that court, the way he speeds, his problems has been his ankles, you know, and that's just been his goofiness. And that's just, it's like you get a baby um pit bull or a baby Rottweiler. They don't know how to move with their feet. They they just oh, they just going over each other. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, I'm just glad to see that, you know, he, he's starting to fill into that role. And mm-hmm. like you said, if he continues this to the end of the season leading into next year, I mean, yeah. it's the progression we really want to see. Now, I got to ask you while we talk about Mitch. I mean, do you think this is him working his way, making a case for a contract extension? Oh, I say, man, he deserves it. It would be the first rookie that the Knicks have have extended since your boy um Ward back back in the days. Yeah. Um, so he deserves it. This is a peach that we need to um use to build forward. If you look at our last draft picks, the only two that we really missed out on was Franks and Knox. Every other pick has been money. Yeah, yeah. And I know when when Drew gets on, I know he's trying to jump in mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. We know he's a big Mitch fan, you know. So yeah, oh I'm yeah. pretty sure he'd agree. Mm-hmm. You know, the contract extension is in play. But if you're asking me right now, this second, no question. Yeah, we give him that extension. The man's doing his thing. I'll, I'll give him the same thing like Boston gave Robert Williams. I'll the same prep, fifty, sixty million. I'll, the same thing. Agreed. Yeah. So I, I was really thinking before we start the show, right? Do we spend all this time just being mm-hmm. upset about stuff? Right, we do that anyways. We don't need to be on camera, right? We're yeah. Knicks fans. Oh yeah. So I wanted to do some more highlights, right? Let's talk about RJ, bro. Have you mm-hmm. seen my dude's numbers in January? Mm-hmm. Averaging over twenty points a game. He's shooting no. um close to forty percent from beyond the arc. His assists have been up. My dude, three hundred twenty-seven points in January, ninety rebounds, forty-eight assists, thirty-five three-pointers made. I was reading it up. He's the only other player age 21 or younger to match or exceed that in a month in mm-hmm. NBA history. Only other ones, Anthony Edwards and Luca. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, one big thing that I always point out to people too, RJ Barrett reclassified and graduated high school a year earlier. Last yeah. year was supposed to be his rookie season. You know, right. the only other player that's recent in the NBA that's done that was Carl Anthony Towns. And we see what mm-hmm. Towns is. Right. Yeah, facts. So, I mean, we wanted it, right? We've been hoping RJ would start getting mm-hmm. to that point. And I really feel January was another step in us being able to sit there and say, this is going to be the star of our team moving forward. Yeah. Do you still see a lot of flaws in his game? Um, there's some things that he has to work on, but he's, you know, just barely turned 21. You know, he just, he just, he just got his 21, 21 year old, um, uh, New York state ID. Um, there's a few <laughs> he things he needs to, to work on. Drink? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see his dribbling packages have been improving. He's been doing a lot more behind the back. Um, if you follow his trainer, Drew Hanlon on TikTok, you can see the workouts that he's doing. I, recommend everybody just go take a look out to see the work that rj's doing but you see him improving yeah i mean i wouldn't mind another repeat performance like we saw in january Mm -hmm. definitely doing his thing so look trade deadlines next thursday if you the gm right now yeah if you the gm right now What's that package? Forget what player is for. Who are you saying, okay, let's get rid of that. I'm okay with that. Let's go. Um, Randall. Let's do it this way. I'm going to throw some names and you tell me if you think okay. so. Let's start with Kemba. Yeah. Gone. 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 Fournier. Gone. 
Julius. Gone. Those are the three that I keep asking about. Mm-hmm. And 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 let me just just clarify why I say with Julius, it's it's yes. this entire season, the whole regression. I get it. You know, sometimes the fans the fans could be harsh. Trust me, Alfred Payton knows that because he got brutalized last year by the fans. But when you're the big dog and you're making the most money on the team and you're quote unquote the captain and the leader, that comes with certain responsibilities, and he hasn't taken care of his responsibilities. You know, in New York sports. I haven't seen an athlete go through that with a with a fan base get booed like that and stay in New York. The only athlete that got booed like that and stayed was A Rod, and that's only because his contract was horrible. Exactly, and no one was taking that. Contract. And no, exactly. So Randall, yep. I'm sorry, my guy. I wish you the best. I loved you coming out of college. I have so much respect for you, but it's not working out. And for your sake, you just need to get. You just need to be gone. Yeah, I think for all parties involved, mm-hmm. him making that move. But here's my question with Randall too, man. And tell me if you think I'm wrong. I when you watch him recently, and most of the season, it's almost like he has no emotional intelligence. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't question his skill, right? I think mm-hmm. if, putting the right pieces, he showed that last year. When he wants mm-hmm. to play, he plays. But I feel like he's lacking that emotional intelligence. I mean, did you see the reports last night that Randall is screaming at him? I'm open. I'm open. And then he looked him off. Our, our Julius takes the shot, scores the points, and then runs over to Tibbs and says, you see? You see what I deal with? Like, emotional intelligence. There is none there. Sitting away no. from the team. Yep, not helping your boy when he's down on the ground after getting fouled on the shot. Like, is it emotional intelligence? Or is it my man's just checked out because he's on the same page as everybody else? I'm ready to go. I think he's checked out. I think um, coming into the season, I think he felt – a little hurt from the franchise that Kemba got that commercial to start off the year, that big campaign, uh-huh. and not him. Um, and if I was the Knicks, I would have did it for for Julius, not Kemba. Like that whole, you know, especially after the contract right. after last year, give it to Julius. But that right there to me is it's it's a big deal, but then it's not a big deal. You know, like you you should have just still showed up and and proved who you were. Right. And that, like I said, goes back to that emotional intelligence, right? If little things like that are going to cause you to do that. Now, Mm -hmm. again, you know how I am when we talk privately, when we're not on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a a Randall hater. I'm really not. Not When when my dude wants to turn it on, he turns it on. And there's Mm -hmm. been several games this year that we were like, that's the rant. That's him right there. Yeah. But this stretch of even just the last two weeks, bro, worth of games, putting up points or not, that team atmosphere is mm. not there. Mm-hmm. There is just no cohesiveness with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what sport it is. You got to believe when you've got that going on with the team, that's got to bring the team down. I mean, it's got to be mm. a cancer in the locker room at some point. Yeah. And um, cl- um, <clears throat> close friend of mine a friend of mine who, you know, has close ties with, with the team and, you know, knows somewhat what goes on behind the scenes. He says the locker room is a, is a mess. When it comes to that, it's he's like the locker room seems divided. You know, the veterans like Taj and Derek could just do so much. It has to be a number one guy who's pulling the team together, and he's not right now. So let, let, let's say the scenario plays out. Mm-hmm. Randall's gone. Who takes that spot? Who who's our guy that becomes that captain that's supposed to fill that role? It it needs to be it needs to be RJ. 
it has to be RJ. It has makeup for it. RJ, since he was drafted, you know, he before he was drafted, he told Stephen A, I'm built for this. This is me. You know, I'm built for this. And you could just see the way he carried um, the Canadian team um, to that uh, national trip during the FIBA or whatever. He, it, it should be RJ. He knows how to talk to the media. He is specific. He gives that Derek Jeter yeah. essence when he's talking to the media, and it's kind of creepy to say it. He's like Aaron Judge without being a robot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Judge. We, we love you, Judge. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, when I was talking to my pops the other day, one thing he said was, if anything, we need to trade Randall so RJ can get that chance yeah. to fit into that role. Mm-hmm. Till that mm-hmm. trade happens or he's not there, he feels it's going to stunt RJ and what he yeah. can do. Yeah. Do we think we're going to win a championship agree. this year? No. No. But is it maybe time that we can start making those moves so RJ can start cap, you know, leading mm-hmm. this ship? I think so. Well, Bro, the, the, I... the, 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 the team, James Dolan, you need to know. Me and you, right, we've talked several times, you know, como familia, family, boys. The Knicks, the Knicks, the James Dolan, you need to know. Nick fans were going to be here, right? We've been mm-hmm. trash for the past 20 years, minus two or three seasons, right? If you just tell us this is the direction of the team, right? This is where we're going, we're gonna be here to support you. Right. It's when you put scenarios like this. So when we had Fizz there, when we signed 20 mm-hmm. power forwards, it's mm-hmm. when we saw loops going law. <laughs> when it feels like you don't know what you're doing, how are we supposed to support when we don't know what the hell you're doing? It's nuts. All right, so we're on the same page with Randall. What do you th- what what's your reasoning behind Kimba? I oh, think your mic went out. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> okay. Solid, solid bench player on a, on a playoff team, right? The issue with us is that both D-Rose and Kemba are both backup point guards, but D-Rose is the better one, but Kemba's starting. So Kemba needs to be on a team where he can still be reliable. His contract is just nine million. I just want the best for Kemba, and this situation is not good. To so save his, you know, his reputation, go be on a championship team and do your thing. Yeah, and I mean, and we all we've all said it since we got him, right? We all were excited. Yeah, yeah of course, it's great to bring Kemba. We get that backup role. Kemba gets to come and do his thing. Mm-hmm. We've asked too much of him, right? It's just. Do I wish it was Kemba several years ago? Of course. Yeah, but Kemba. Now it's just like you said, with it being what only nine, nine mm-hmm. mil. Yeah, it nine mil. Makes sense go. All right, he'd so be, agreed, he'd be uh, perfect on the Clippers. Yeah, just go. He'll be perfect yeah. anyway. All right, so we said yes to Fournier. We said yes to, to Julius Julia. and Kemba. We said yes to Kemba. Who else is on your list of if it's gonna make the trade happen before the deadline? I'm okay with them go. Burks. Hate 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 to do it, but Burks needs to be on the Lakers. Man. So that's the four then. Mm-hmm. Package them up. To Package them wants. up. Just, just do yep. it. Yeah. Just do it. Is there yep. one player right now, trade deadline wise, that you're like, that's the one I want. That's the one we need. That's the game changer. No. Um the the third stream point guard from Sacramento that we saw, 
that's somebody that I like, but I don't. We're not going to get him in a trade with Sacramento. So this, this, no. There's really no hope out there. Um, Jalen Brunson, but the Mavs are going to keep him. Um, Do you see mm-hmm. a team? Let's just say with the original three we said. Forget Burks. Mm-hmm. Do you see a team that's wanting to knock on our door to take either Fournier or Kemba or Julius? Well, you you see how you know we we are doing this night. You know, Nick's Nick's nights talking. You know, right. the Sacramento Kings have their own fan base to have their own setup as well. A lot of Sacramento Kings fans are dying to have Julius Randle on their team. They want him so bad. So I'm like, listen, I'll package him up. I'll send him to you. Let's work something out that it doesn't hurt your guys and us at the same time. Yeah. Do what you got to do because yeah. it's no secret, right? We agree. Mm-hmm. Fan base, front office, yeah, Julius himself. Mm-hmm. Do I wish he'd be able to turn it around and come back to last year's form? 100%. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I, like you said, I think he's checked out, man. And it just sucks. But I guess next Thursday when we do this episode again, we'll find out because that's the <laughs> trade deadline. So we either going to be like, okay, we got some good pieces or we're going to be mad as hell still talking about Julius. Man, you Yo, see it in, in just the screens and stuff. It's just lazy. I'm yeah, sorry. Lazy. lazy. Look, it, I, I, the one for me this week was when um he was what's his name fell to the floor after the foul mm-hmm. julius looked at him and then walked away that was it that was the one for me i yeah. i can forget you know, the sloppy play you know as long as it's going to show some effort and get better but when i saw that piece or the sitting away from the team that's that that's what lost me yeah. you know and i feel like an idiot being that advocate for months no no give him some time they're Same. gonna figure it out batman and robin they're gonna make it work nah you you lost nah. me Yo, let's go ahead and check out what we got coming up this week. <laughs> we don't even have to plan that. <laughs> oh man! Oh <laughs> man! This one looks—I don't see the end in sight, bro. This one's so, looking so. Brutal. So, have you been looking at the draft? <laughs> <laughs> no, any mock drafts? <laughs> it just looks brutal, man. Yeah, I, it does, man. So we got three games before the next episode. Yeah. Right? Three or four. Why is this the first time, I think, on this episode, I'm going to sit there and be like, yo, it's possible we can go 0-3, 0-4 in this mm-hmm. stretch, man. Do you yeah. see a, a, a bright light in any one of those games where it's like, um, oh, yeah, um, we got that? We get to enjoy Mellow against the lakers you know that's a good thing um we get to enjoy the prospects of maybe donovan mitchell wants to come to the next when we play the jazz um we may enjoy the joker you know a lot of people want to connect him to the Knicks. besides that no it's uh no (laughs) oh man and that's the thing that's crazy about doing shows like this right the emotions from week to week i mean it was just what two three weeks ago we were like okay uh uh-huh 
500. Yeah. We good. Mm-hmm. A couple of these here and there. Now we're at that point where we're like, all right, get rid of everybody. <laughs> I don't know how we win coming up. It's going to be a tough one, man. Um, look, even Agent Squirrel in there. Hello from Denver. We got the Nuggets coming up. <laughs> when Nuggets nights. Thanks, Agent Squirrel. You know, yeah. Did you see the emotions we were going through right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what? I feel like we're being personally attacked right now, but I still love you. Nice yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Hector, what I'm going to do, man, if you got some time, mm. I'm going to put you back in the, the waiting room. When Drew gets here, I want to jump into some hot or not. But uh, I've got Dr. Edge back there, and I think it's a little time for us to do a little bit of them fire moments. Stay, Copy. Stick around, bro. Edge! What's going on? Not much, buddy. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. All right, yeah. so I need some of my, my, my Top Shop help. I know you've got things lined up. Yeah. Awesome. I, I gotta be honest with you, man. Ever since we started doing this thing, I will admit I'm finding myself in there a lot, looking at all these packs, looking at all this stuff. So you got me hooked. So I wait till Thursdays to find out what the heck I should spend my money on. So I'm gonna let you tell me what I should be doing this week. All right. Yeah, no, it's a pretty easy rabbit hole to fall down uh, once you get going on it. And especially with all these flash challenges that keep coming about, it's just uh, a lot happening in Top Shot world for sure. Um, looking at the market overall, just to kind of start us off, um, we had some pretty good numbers come out from live token this morning, um, did about 56,000 sales yesterday, about $2.8 million worth of, of sales, average sale price of 51. Uh, there were 1,245 sales of $500 or more. So that's, those are some of the metrics you kind of look at, um, as far as gauging the health of the market and what these flash challenges are really doing um, to inject money into the marketplace, which is good for everybody. Right. So that's all good on that side. The first thing I want to talk about aside from the metrics was, or is the uh, Katie pack drop. So today I'm kind of glad this happened this way, but um, there is a, there are two pack drops today. One of them and is for a KD Elite pack for $50. And the other is for a KD Common um, type pack for $19. Now, for the Elite pack, they're doing something different that hasn't been done on Top Shop before. Now, it's been done on NFL all day since it started a few weeks ago. But what they're doing today with these KD certified Elite packs is including rares and legendaries in those packs so it's just like buying a pack at the at you know at walmart or wherever you buy you buying a pack you got a chance at some really really good cards in the pack and you got a pretty oh, good true. chance at some big time duds so um what is guaranteed today and the way they've done this is every pack is guaranteed to have at least one of katie's new curated moments that he handpicked and has narration in uh, or on for these moments, you're guaranteed one of those in the $50 pack at worst, plus I think three commons or maybe four commons. You do have an outside shot at pulling an MGLE. Somebody already pulled one this morning and they happened to pull the number one serial of 
of KD from one of their airdrop packs, which was another big perk uh, that came about today. A lot of uh, older sets that uh, maybe didn't have much utility thus far, and some that did already have some utility, like Cool Cats, um, they got airdrop packs. Um, so some people, a lot of people have already opened up a lot of these packs, and you're starting to see some of these crazy pulls. I saw a tweet earlier that someone pulled a uh, Jokic hollow legendary from one of the just elite packs that they got airdrop so you know that's an out of 99 legendary probably worth three or four thousand dollars so so this uh, one is you just pay the 50 for the pack and it gives you the option to get one of these ridiculous cards ridiculous moments correct you so you put up the graphic a second ago um that had the breakdown of the percentages of like your shot basically to get the rare or the legendary. And um, though it is kind of low, they are allowing people to buy, depending on your collector score to buy up to five packs. And I think I read the math on that. If you were able to buy all five packs, your odds of pulling a legendary were something like 7%. Um, And I can't remember what the rare percentage was, but it was significantly higher. Uh, if, if you're able to buy five packs, which requires a hundred thousand collector score. So there's not very many people that are going to qualify for that. Right. What they did do is in the past, they've done marketplace spend bonuses for pack drops to boost your collector score. Usually that's been capped at like 10,000. What they did for this drop is for every dollar you've spent, uh, on moments that you still hold. So your net spend um, well, I guess not, that wouldn't be net spend, but your cost basis of your current right. moments in your collection, you get a one point bonus to your collector score for every dollar spent. So for example, people could have gotten super, super early and had a collector score of 50,000 and maybe not spent too much money. Those people would get to buy three packs cause they got a 50 K plus CS. Some people gotcha. uh, like me got in later and put more, they don't have, I don't have that high of a collector score, but I've spent enough money on there that I've got the bonus up to past 50 K CS. Um, so I get to buy three packs too. So it kind of is rewarding both people that were early and people that were um, a little bit later on in the game that put, put a lot of money in. it's giving them equal opportunity to buy a certain number of packs. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, we got about 24 minutes until that um, queue opens up for the, the elite packs. Um, okay, cool. We'll probably be done by then, but I'm very, very interested, interested to see how many people. So this is that moment you, you're, you're like rushing. So you're off of this stream in town to be in there. No, no, it's, it's all good. I'm <laughs> logged in. I'm in the waiting room. It's, it's, it's <laughs> okay. Go, so. Multitasking. Beautiful. Yeah, no, it's no problem at all. But uh, that's, that's the big news for today. I mean, there's a lot going on, uh, but the KD drop is big. There's a lot of different dynamics to it. They did push the drop. It was supposed to be originally at um, one Eastern, but they pushed it two hours due to some glitch. I don't know, but again, just beta t- top shot right, uh, right. can always fall back on that until, until they get rid of that tag. So we can't really complain until that happens, but um, just kind of transition over to a couple other things going on in the world of top shot. Uh, we've got the active flash challenge from last night and it was uh, themed takeover. And this was players from each game who had the most field goals made plus free throws made. So it, the, the whole idea was which player took over the game. Okay. They're scoring the most points. They're getting to the line, uh, getting a lot of free throws put up. Um, and it wasn't just attempts. It had to be makes this time. They've done a few challenges where it was just like three point attempts and stuff like that. Um, but last night it was actual makes. So it was kind of a way to 
really emphasize the star players in the game. So it, the breakdown basically was for the easy part, um, you just had to have the a common, any moment of the player from each game. I think there were nine games. Um, so for the easy part to just get a base set series two pack, you need to have a Karis LeVert, Embiid, Ball, Barrett, Mobley, Doncic, uh, Claxton, Forbes, and Anthony Davis. So the low ask on that right now is like $6,000 um, if you're buying the Top Shot debuts. If you're buying the commons, you're not going to have to spend that much. You know, most right. of those guys have 60K moments. You might be spending three bucks for a, for a moment. So, you know, you spend 50 bucks total, let's say, to get a base set series two pack, plus have nine moments of relevant players. Um, you know, that's not a bad deal. That's something that uh, most people probably chased, and there'll probably be quite a few base packs given out today. The difficult side of this challenge was you had to have not only those nine players, but they had to be the top shot debut. And you also could use um, either the LaMelo ball or Luka Doncic cool cats cards or moments as wild cards. So you really only had, if you have those two moments, like if savior in the nine lives lounge uh, and you have those two moments as part of your collection, those two can be thrown in for any, any spot in the challenge showcase. Hmm. What that helped was people that needed Luca. Luca ended up being one of the required players last night, and his debut is $2,500. So it would have created somewhat of a bottleneck if not for these Cool Cat wild cards. So instead, you could buy the Luca Cool Cat for, I think before the challenge, it was sitting around $850. Um, as soon as the challenge was announced and they were. Uh, and it was announced that these guys could be wild cards. I think the price on Luca shot up to like fourteen hundred bucks pretty quick, and then it kind of leveled off around a thousand because you could use that for any. Um, as the night went on, it kind of became apparent that most of the debuts were going to be uh, less than the cost of the Luca Cool Cat. So I think the second most expensive was Lamelo's uh, debut, and he's somewhere in the eight hundred dollar range. So I, I kind of jumped ahead to this earlier, but I think the low ask is somewhere around 6,000. If you were to want to complete that challenge, um, a lot of people, including myself, have teamed up with others to, to do this. Um, so if you have two people who have the Cool Cats challenge or the Cool Cats set completed, you've got four wild cards right off the bat out of nine. Um, you knock out four of the most expensive debuts since you already have those moments. And then, then the ones you had to buy after that weren't too uh, weren't too expensive considering what the mint count is probably going to be on this Luca. And I'll check right now because I just updated it, but I want to see as we're getting close, we've only got an hour. I've got about an hour and 20 minutes left until the challenges end. Um, there's 680 yeah. completions on the Luca uh, MSFE. So this moment that, that you guys have been seeing on the screen, there's uh, about 600, and 50 ish of those uh, we might approach 700 by the time this timer runs out. So uh, that probably put that in about the uh, stream yard may have just froze on us. Oh, I hear you. We'll see you're frozen. Uh Oh, just me. I'm going to carry this on while Jiga tries to get back in here with us. Um, 
So 680 completions with an hour and 20 minutes left. That'll probably put us around 700, which would put the moment, I'd say, somewhere. It'll probably go for five to $700. There he is. Looks like we had a nice little stream yard moment. All right, we're back. We did. We're back. I just carried on talking about this uh, this Luca challenge. So pretty much wrap that up. Um, so we'll find out in, a, in you know in about an hour uh, where those where that mid count lands. And uh, it's always interesting to see the sell off after the challenge is in to see if people hold the moments that they bought to complete the challenge or if they try to dump them on the market, which most people have been holding um, as of late. So I'm hoping that trend continues because that's just good for the overall health of the marketplace. Um, and the last, you had, couple, you had told me ahead. about the a, a hollow one. I know we were talking about that a little bit. Can we touch on that one? Cause I, yeah. I, I was looking into it a little bit, but didn't want to do the wrong things. Um, cause that was the Jam Morant one, right? Morant yes. On so one. we've got, uh, we've got two active challenges. As you know, we had the hollow and MGLE pack drops. Uh, I believe that was last week, um, on Thursday. Right. And this will be the, or this is the second hollow challenge. The first one was uh, DeMar DeRozan. We talked about that one. This one was the block, uh, the job block that he had a few weeks ago where he basically turned the ball over. And that's the only, only gripe I've heard about the moment is he turns the ball over, he gets it stolen yeah. from him. And then he tracks the guy down, a little rundown block jumps up and his head's like about to hit the backboard. Um, Yep, as you see here, he just pins it, knocks it down, grabs it, and goes. That's a very short moment. Um, I wish there was something. I wish, you know, he would have stolen it and gone the whole distance of the floor and, like, dished right. for a dunk or something like that. Um, but the block itself is just an incredible display of athleticism, and everybody knows, you know, Ja, arguably one of the, the most athletic point guards we've seen um, yeah. in the last 20 or so years, right up there with Rose and, and Westbrook. Um, if he can stay healthy, man, the sky's the limit for him. But that moment um, is going gonna, is gonna to be very, very desired. Uh, I know personally, I think five people that are doing the challenge just because they, they really want the moment. And we've been kind of uh, surprised to see that there's already been, as of this morning, 73 completions on this with wow. a cost basis of like 15000 to complete the challenge, I believe. Let me – I want to be – accurate on this that i may be way off i thought that okay it's gone hmm interesting so the hollow s3 challenge three which is for this job moment wait a minute i feel like i'm missing there's one missing on here um oh that's for challenge three maybe that did that challenge end it might have ended while we were on stream on here. stream it did, right. eh. but anyway, um, I, that one's I over. Say, but there was another one too. You you mentioned right? Was it? Yeah, uh, um, it was. It was up around twenty fifteen to twenty thousand to complete that because Luca was part of the challenge and his hollow icon moment is running about ten thousand right now. Um, but the other challenge that that just uh, was announced, or maybe it might have just finished up as well, was the Anthony Edwards um, MGLE, which was another very popular one. Anthony's been playing out of his mind, you know, obviously uber athletic, number one overall pick out of Georgia, um, plays for the Timberwolves, so maybe doesn't get quite as much uh, notoriety as some of these other guys. But right. he is just such a freak um, that it's kind of hard to ignore him, you know. And, he's, and he plays on a fun team. I like watching the T-Wolves, um, you know, Cat and, and Edwards – 
uh, really bring it most nights. D'Angelo Russell is another really solid player. Um, they got a few young guys that have been stepping up and, and playing well. Um, so they're a fun team to watch. But as far as the um, challenge goes, I think that one did wrap up as well. I want to see. So with, with those being wrapped up, is there one right now, Edge, that you're working on? That's like your priority for a set you're trying to complete? Well, I'll tell you what. I actually just took a, a little bit of a different approach than I've been taking the last few months. I bought the entire run it back set, the 0506 run it back set back in like August and prices were really, really depressed on that at that time. And maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't August. I can't remember when, when exactly I went through and, and bought all those up, but I had the complete set and I was looking at live token and just kind of seeing, I felt like I had way too many moments. Um, I needed to kind of uh, condense it down and get some things that I really, really loved instead of things that I was just kind of like sitting on as investments. And that's what I really had with the 0506 set. Um, looking back at it, the moments themselves, while I kept the Shaq debut that came from that set okay. and the Iverson debut, and then I kept a Tim Duncan and Tony Parker because the Spurs are my team and I have the full set. Um, so I held on to those. I also held on to the Andre Miller, uh, Denver nugget moment because that's the bottleneck for the team set at the moment. And so it's kind of a, right. it's, it's needed if you if you want the full Denver nugget set. Um, so it and the Spurs, the two team sets I have. So I had, I had to keep that one to keep that set intact. Um, but what I actually did was I sold off like 43 of the moments I had and ended up using that dapper to make a deal um, off marketplace to acquire one of my grails, um, which is the, the LeBron top shot debut MGLE from S1. So I actually just made that deal yesterday. Um, I'm nice. waiting for dapper to withdraw to USDC and my MetaMask, and then I'm going to um, complete the, uh, the exchange. We've got a third party helping us out, a trusted guy. I know um, big top shot guy who already has the moment for me. So he's holding it until I, until I make the payment and then I'll get that moment in my account and I'll be kind of set for a while. So that that's my big move um, that I've made uh, the biggest one I've ever made, honestly. And um, it's just a long-term play. I, uh, I really feel like the LeBron debut is going to hold up um, as well. if not better than any, any moment. It just, it feels the safest to me. Um, while the moment itself came in a meaningless game against the Kings, it's just, um, you know, indicative of, of LeBron. His, his just vicious drive to the hoop, slam over Nemanja Bielitsa, uh, kind of gives him a little flex, stares him down. The crowd is, is there. This was pre-COVID um, shutdown. So it's got the crowd. It's got everything that you'd want. I wish it were a little more impactful uh, game that it took place in, but I'm still – I, I can't imagine if Top Shot succeeds, the LeBron debut is going to be a very highly coveted moment. Nice. So last question for you, Edge, before we end yeah. the fire moments. How many times has Jerry Ferreira bothered you already since we started this segment to have you run his Top Shot? <laughs> Jerry and I DM'd a little bit outside of the show, uh, trying to get a feel for what his goals are because new people coming in, I, I feel like in any invest investment, you obviously have to have a plan. Um, you have to have some sort of goal. I think Jerry, um, I think it would be cool for Jerry to have the full Knicks set, really. I think that's something that uh, is should be, uh, as a true Knicks fan, if he really wants to get involved in Top Shot, that should be a priority for him. Maybe not the full uh, from S1, because you got a few 
um, pretty expensive moments in there that maybe new users might not want to jump 100% in on. But completing the S2 set uh, and, and S3 set, pretty easy to do. And it gives you a fun way to kind of get involved with your team um, nice. and gives you some, some utility for challenges as well. So uh, he set me up a little. We're going to talk a little bit more later. Um, nice. Well, hey, Drew right finally made it back. Oh, and uh, nice. I know he's got Top Shot related questions. What's up, Yo. Drew? Hey, What's Drew. Up? So sorry hey. I'm late, everybody. I had a lunch meeting that I couldn't get out of. Um, but, uh, yo, so real quick, Edge, I got a question for you. So there's a waiting room open now, right? I know you yes. guys probably got this already. I just want to make sure I get into it. So yes. this is the – which one is this? This is the KD Elite oh. uh, pack. So basically um, what happens in these packs is – it's the first time Top Shot has done a pack where you have a shot at getting a rare or a legendary in a common pack. I think this is this is like the unlock for Top Shot. By the way, I think this is yeah. I think this is a game changer. I've been saying this for a while. I thought they were going to wait till next season to go this route, but I think that with this new pack structure, to me, it's a total game changer because like now anybody has a shot to land a like a five six figure moment. That's fucking huge. Mm -hmm. Totally yep. amazing. So I'm really stoked about that. So. What is the collector score minimum for this one? Do you know? Uh, minimum is 10,000. So I would uh, say you're set on that. And it goes up by tiers from there as far as, excuse me, how many packs you can buy. Um, mm -hmm. I believe 10,000 you can buy one. 25,000 you can buy two. 50,000 you can buy three. And then it bumps all the way up to 100,000. You can buy five packs if you have 100,000 CS. I'm at a hundred thousand. Then you've got it. You're going to, and the great thing is um, live token just tweeted that basically the breakdown for how many people are going to be eligible for this pack means that everybody's going to get whatever they want. So like, ah, um, yeah, there's, there's enough packs where even using the multipliers based on where each user falls in the queue um, or in, in the tiers for their CS Everybody should, if you want five, you should be able to get five. Um, I would think maybe if you were like a hundred K CS and you got towards the end of the queue, you might be shaking in your boots a little, but I don't think so. I think everybody's going to get however many packs they want and everybody's going to have that shot at pulling a legendary, which as I told Jiga earlier has already happened. Somebody pulled a Nikola Jokic uh, hollow from one of these elite packs. Wait, what do you mean? How is it? I thought the drop is. Okay. They, there were airdrops there were airdrops for this set um and if you held like an s1 set for metallic gold uh if you held i think the metallic silver set there were there was a list of three or four others where if you held that set you got airdropped elite packs so some people have already been airdropped this morning as wow. of like 10 a.m central um i got airdropped one standard pack which there that queue is going to be open in two hours and it's a 19 dollars pack where you have a shot at Katie's new game recognized game set. You got a shot at one of those, but um, mine only had it had four 60k moments in it, so no good on that. But these elite packs are guaranteed to have at least a game recognized game, uh, Katie curated moment, narrated by him, handpicked by him. That is at the very minimum you're going to get one of those. You could, in place of that, get a rare or a legendary. So you're going to get like four common 60ks. Uh, they might not even be 60 K you could pull a four badge rookie. Um, you know, a 4k mint, you could pull a 10 K, uh, mint that they're doing for this S3. I was just looking cause I actually bought a couple moments this week. I bought a Evan Mo an Mobley and a Cunningham rookie commons. There are no rares and legendaries of a lot of the rookies yet. What's up with that? 
So, so basically, yeah, the, the rookies right now, uh, the only, hold on. I want to make sure I'm in the right spot for this. I don't want to miss this drop. Now that you got me talking about, it, I wasn't even in the waiting room. I clicked out of it. Okay. We're good. Um, so basically what top shot came out and said is, yeah, we listened to, we listened to your feedback from S2 and we, and we heard, you know, there were too many moments for some of these players, you know, scarcity matters in collecting. Um, and I think they really are putting a focus on limiting the amount of moments total that are put out for each player. And they've said this, they've been transparent about this in blog posts and things. So there will be a, from what I understand, a legendary rookie set coming out this year. It'll be the first legendary rookie set. That's going to put the mint count. I don't know what they'll do it at. I would say somewhere in the 100 to 150 range. Um, but they're really trying to keep these rookies as scarce as possible. And that's why few of them have rares at this point. Franz has one, and he now is going to have a legendary. He's going to be the first one to have a legendary because the current hollow challenge is for a Franz uh, monster slam uh, where he, he drives a lane and slams over like three people. I bought the challenge recently. Of the Remember I was asking you? I ended up just making the move because I was like missing one player and I wanted it. But there was that rookie challenge recently. Um, who was it? Oh, you, you were completing the... Uh... You were completing the challenge for, oh, it was a flash challenge a couple nights ago. Who was it? Yeah, it was just was last it, week we talked about it, right? Was it for yeah. Shy? What was it? For no. Shay Gilgis Alexander? Who was it that you, it was a metallic silver challenge. Yeah, I'll take a look. I thought it was like, listen, I'm a big rookies collector. Like that's one of my big shows. Oh, it was Suggs. It was Suggs. It was Suggs. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So yes. So. That one. Um, yep. Oops. And you had to have, there were a couple bottlenecks for that one. And I, um, yeah, so I, I, by the way, I didn't get any of those drops that you talked about, but I did get the fat, the flash challenge for Suggs, but I didn't get any of the drops, but maybe because I just don't have a lot of moments from series three. It was only series three rewards. No. So you're saying that like you didn't get any of the drops for KDs today? The, the one you said that came out today, I didn't get any of those. Okay. Um, let me yes. look and see. I want to just be accurate on this on which which sets they're really they're really going out of their way to reward yeah, set I, holders. I, I really don't mind talking top shot over the Knicks right now because we are just <laughs> really the Knicks. The Knicks talk has has been done, and I think uh, yeah, I think for now it's probably all right to move on. Yeah, I think it's okay to move on. Um. Okay, so it looks like. You, if you would have had, okay, here's the breakdown. One standard pack airdrop for each of the completed sets of the base set series one. So if you had every, all 287 S1 common moments, you got to drop the got game from series one, early adopters from series one, base set series two, cool cat series two, base set series three, or the WNBA 2021 summer of 2021 um, set. So if you had those, you got one standard pack airdropped. In order to get an elite pack airdrop, you had to have the MGLE set completed from Series 1 or Series 2 or Series 3, or you had to have the WNBA Run It Back set completed or the Metallic Silver uh, Series 3 set completed up to this point. There were also 
drops for anybody who had the series one hollow series two hollow or summer of 2021 in her bags, legendary set. And you got three elite packs if you had those sets. So um, if you didn't have sets completed, you probably weren't going to get a drop. And even if you did have sets completed, some of them didn't fall under the category of receiving an airdrop. So um, anyway, they, they didn't announce that till after the fact. So they took a snapshot of who had what sets. And then they announced if you had these sets, you will be getting airdrops. So people couldn't go obviously rush and they, and, and try to buy up these, these sets to get these airdrops after the fact. All right. So, yeah. Everyone so we're the, looking uh, DJ, everyone in the top shot, uh, queue right now. As far as I know, I hope, I hope Clay's got the, uh, Clay, you have Clay. The, uh, he's getting in there right now. Sorry. I'm in Nick's night. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. We're not. <laughs> nice little tour. There we go. Thanks, where, Drew. Whoa, where are we at here? I'm actually in. Um, so Jared's office, Enthusio. We every Thursday oh, cool. we're starting to come into the Knights of Degen office, which is becoming yep. our Knights of Degen HQ. So we got Jack in there, Clay in there, Jared, Peter, and then Blake and Mike on the phone. Nice, nice. Well, um, yeah. I mean, we've covered most of the Top Shot stuff I wanted to get to today. Um, <laughs> Can't really think of anything else. I told Jiga I, I made a move last night. Um, I it's it's my biggest move I've made on Top Shot. I, I sold off most of my run it back 0506 and I ended up buying a LeBron uh, debut MGLE. So I'm very excited about that. It kind of it how much was kind it? of rounds out my set. Um, I wanted. I feel like that's kind of the grail moment of the set. LeBron's debut. It's going to always yep. hold up. And being the metallic gold, I already had the. Uh, Steph metallic gold debut from series one. And I, I thought I just wanted Braun and Steph, you know, I, I think you can't yeah, go wrong there. If... I'm such a believer in that moment. So how much did you pay for it? Uh, I 15 K is what it's I ended up getting for it. I love it. Great play. Great. Play. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I've been tracking it for a while and I was hoping to get down closer to 10, which it shouldn't, but I was hoping it would, but it's been looking at about 13 to 15. 15 for a little bit now and then the low ask was like 16.5 or 16.8 and i uh i made a couple connections and and got got a hold of the the owner and yeah. we made an off off market deal save him some fees and um anyone else is trying know, to sell lebron mgle i'm in the market for one too i like that call yeah it's uh it, it was one it's a long-term play obviously and i'm more of a long-term guy so um i got it i'm just gonna sit on it and i i think <laughs> it'll pay off for me later on so Good for you, buddy. Uh, pretty excited all right i gotta go join this uh let's see what numbers we got so how many packs so what's the uh, we have 40 seconds here um what is the how many packs are there what's the supply i believe they said there were 20 22 000 packs for the elites i could be very very wrong on that and then but then you have to figure if everybody buys five which if they're an elite they probably are right? well it's actually the breakdown for that is is less than you might imagine. Um, I can tell you actually right now because Live Token put out that information just a little while ago. So for the elite drop, um, people that have a collector score of 10K to 24,999, there are about 9,000 of those people. Um, there are 3,000 from the 25 to 50K range. So they get two packs if they want. And then 50K to 100K, uh, there are about 1,100 people. And then 100K plus, there's only 666 people who have a collector score of 100K plus. Okay, so cool. um, looking at, yeah, looking at the total number of packs, 
I think we should be good. I, I know we're going to get our numbers, our cues popped up here in, in just a second. So it's it's probably just going to be a matter of waiting for the queue to get to your spot in line, more so than worrying about being within the the, uh, right. the limit like as far as how many packs there are. All right, uh, Jiggy, you want to do a quick hotter for our roll? Yeah, I think uh, that'd be a good call. We got a quick couple minutes. Edge, appreciate you, bro. Always kill appreciate it. you so guys, good, man. Yep. I think I still got Hector back there. Mr. Love of the Game. You still all right, all right. We're still here. All right, guys. Salute, Drew. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, Tell him, we're gonna do a, a, a fast hot or not, all right? So real quick, let's get it. All right, first one, Drew. Here we go. Yep. Is Kemba wasting others' guys' minutes at this point? Hot or not? At this point, if we don't win games, yes, it's hot. Um, I think they're going to trade him at the deadline. I think that there are definitely teams that could use him and can benefit from him. He is a very solid point guard in the sleeve when he's not going mm-hmm. to be a number one. Um, he can drop 20 games easy. He doesn't need to. He should be a guy who comes in, plays 20 minutes, drops 12 points, gets four assists, and is very serviceable backup point guard for a winning team, and he can go fight for a championship, but he's taking time from – I want to see our – I want to see what's his name play. I want to see our rookie play, um, uh, the one who's lighting it up in summer league. Uh, Hector, what's Deuce. 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 Yeah, yeah. See, oh, man. I want to see Deuce. We're all Same. dying to see Deuce. Same, see bro. He's gritty, man. He's a gritty ball player. So – I think, yeah, he's taking time away from Deuce. He's taking a t- time away from – and he's taking a time away from Quickly to developing as a point guard because Quickly's mm-hmm. got to be a point guard in this league. He's not big enough to be a two. So he's really got – in my opinion, he's really got to develop into a point guard, and I'd like to right. see that. I'd like us to invest in that because even if he's our backup point guard of the future, he's a great off-the-bench point guard who can score and run an offense. So I just, I'd like to develop Quickly. I'd like to develop uh, Deuce. Nice. Hector. 100% agree. On the news report that just came out, and I don't know if you know this guy, but Project Nerd HQ. Oh, wait, that's you. Broke it in the <laughs> chat, but SNY just tweeted Evan Fournier's name is coming up in trade talks. Hot or not, I'm trading Fournier. Hot. Caliente. Caliente. <laughs> 98 <laughs> <That's>, degrees. <laughs> seriously. We have, Nicholas we have our, stuff. <laughs> we have our starting point guard, too. I mean, starting shooting guard with our, our rookie, man. He's a player. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah, yep. 100%. Um, so, Drew, hot or not? RJ Barrett, without any setbacks, will be the star of the New York Knicks for years to come. Um, when you say star, here's my perspective. I do not think he should be the number one scorer on a team. I think he should be the captain of the team. And that like, mm-hmm. is a very different thing. I think RJ, yeah. has the, he has the character. He has the demeanor. He's calm, cool, and collected. I'd like to see them build around RJ. But what that means is they still need to go to score. He's not it. He's a two or three option scorer and a very strong one at that. And hopefully our starting small forward for the next decade um, mm. that we are still missing uh, a star, a true star. Okay. Yeah. While you were, while we were here earlier, literally what we were talking about, RJ needs to be that captain mm-hmm. and uh, leads me to my next one. Hector, hot or not, no matter what the return is at this point, just ship Julius wherever we can. Hot, bro. Hot. That is that is 120 degrees this time around. Um, yeah. I, as much as we loved what Julius did last year, and like we've said earlier, you know, we want to see him do good. It's not working here. So for his sake, for his mental sake, for his family, they just need to go somewhere to a small market. 
Yeah, it's, I, I, I agree with that also. I, I'm sad to say it because I thought we had a captain there. Yeah. I thought we had Same. a leader. I thought I'd, we had a guy who would be able to like really fight and be the, the guy who puts mm-hmm. it all on the board every day. But I honestly just don't think he has the mental, the mental strength, the mental no. like fortitude to be mm-hmm. that guy in a big city like New York under the microscope every day. So yeah. from my perspective, um, I think we ship him and uh, continue to invest in the young talent. Yep. Yeah. Last one, and then we'll wrap this show up, guys. We're a little over our hour mark. But I hate to ask this one, Drew. Do we wait for Burks to be more consistent, or is it time to just let him go? I think you trade him. I think you trade him. Um, I think, again, he's another one where I think we're at a, a point in this, in this franchise where we really do have some good, solid young pieces. And I think that we either need to go all in on a superstar and give everyone we can for a superstar or continue to build around the young guys. Um, this is not the time. Like We keep people like Taj Gibson. Like You don't trade Taj Gibson. Mm-hmm. You trade Nerlens Noel. You trade Nerlens yeah. Noel because Nerlens Noel we can get something good for, and Taj could still be a low-cost captain for this team. You don't need a t- you don't need like B or C players as veteran leaders. You need them to be stars or to get rid of them right now. So Taj is the perfect like captain and veteran leader on this team. I'm trying to think if we anybody else who can play that role right now. You know, if we get rid of Noel, if we get rid of Burks, if we get rid of Taj, if we get rid of uh, not to Taj, sorry. Not, we should not get rid of Taj. If we, oh, Derek Rose. So my opinion is you keep Derek Rose and you keep Taj, and you have some 100%. good solid. You, give, you have some good solid veteran leadership in the in the in the uh, on the team, but that like are meaningful players to contributing or just being like um, you know coaches, like you know kind of like those coaches to the young players. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Burks needs Burks needs minutes, man. He's a ball player. He really needs yeah. minutes somewhere. He should be he should be playing in a contending team where he's mm-hmm. getting real minutes as a seventh man or sixth man and, and contributing. Like we don't need him for that right now. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere where Ash. he can have a chance to be more consistent and, yeah. and the time to play is what he needs. A truly awesome. defined role. Well, guys, I look forward to next Thursday. It's the trade deadline day next Thursday. That deadline the, day? That deadline day. So we'll have up to the minute either happy tears or a lot of negative tears. Appreciate right. you guys. Hector, appreciate you yep. filling in today, like bro. Always, always bro. great talking to you. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll see everybody next Thursday. Later. 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 Peace, Drew.